Good evening. Hope you are all doing well. Uh, tonight, uh, the learning is sponsored Lidlu Nishmas, my brother, Avi, Avram Gershon ben Shmuel Mordechai. Uh, he would have been quite proud to see the evolution of this uh, Daf Yomi Chabura with my father as a regular. His baby brother. Yeah, he would, have been, he would have been quite proud. He wouldn't have joined, but he would have been proud to watch from the side. You know, he would have been... Uh, a happy participant uh, from watching. A happy uh, cheerleader probably is probably the right way to do it. Uh, Baruch Hashem, I think this is the seventh year now. He probably is, so. yeah. yeah, he probably is. Yeah, absolutely. First time I daven Musaf here was six weeks after he passed away with a respiratory infection. I was a disaster, um, and then whatever, like the years have moved on. I, I told Rabbi Robinson I need to stop being a bummus of sissy Kamish with the announced her cancer here. Rabbi Robinson's father died on Rosh Hashanah. We have had tragedy. I want you guys got to pull someone from the bullpen, like get a southpaw out there, like someone. Right. No, uh, his neshama should have an aliyah. We're starting three fourths of the way down on Ayin Dalad Amid Beis, and the Gemara tells us of a story. There was a man who told the person working in his field, Kule Alma in general, Dalutlas Dalvasa. Usually people water the ground three times, Riva, and the worker gets to eat a quarter of the food. That was kind of like the standing assumption. The Gemara then says, At, I want you to do different. At, Dali Tilsa. I'll give you more. I'll give you a third, but I want you to water the field four times instead of three. So he did most of his work. He got, let's say it was three times, four times a day. He did 6 a.m. He did uh, nine. He did 12. And then it started raining. So the Gemara says, if Lesov Asamitra, by the fourth time, Rashi highlights, we're talking about the fourth time, he wasn't able to do that fourth uh, watering because it was raining. What are you going to do? We're going to put water on top of water. Like that's completely unnecessary. So this is a machloka samurayim as to whether or not this deal is now in force. Does he get a quarter of the foods or does he get a third of the foods? Because the deal was that he would get a third because he would water four times, but the fourth watering was out of his control. So do we say that because the fourth watering is out of his control, he should still get a third or no? Would he go with the more lenient approach, which is that he should get three? Uh, he should get one-fourth instead of one-third. So says the Gemara, Amar Av Yosef, Halo Dala. This guy, Tachlis, he didn't do what he was supposed to do. Not his fault, just the way things are. And Rabba Amar, no, Halo Yitzricha. He didn't need to do anything, and he still should get a third. So Machlokas in the, in the Amorite. And the Gemara tries to connect it to a Machlokas that we spoke about yesterday. Lema, perhaps we should say, Rav Yosef, Damar Kerabon, and Rabba Damar Kerabon, Shimon Ben Gamliel. Maybe we should say that there are party lines here, and that therefore... These two Amoroim are actually rooted in Tanoim, says the Gemara, that can't be, but for a very out-of-left-field reason. The reason it can't be is because there's no way that Rabbah could be in the same camp as Rabban Gamliel. First of all, the Tizbra is this logical, the Hakaimalan, in general, we hold Hilchasa Kavase de Rabbah. So we know that the halacha is typically like Rabbah. But here, Uvaha ain halacha Kerabban Shimon Ben Gamliel, which means that. Rabba and Rishim and Gamliel are, are oil and water in this case, because not as it relates to our sugya, but in general, we paskin like Rabba. And in this case, we don't paskin like Rishim and Gamliel. So you can't have Rabba and Rishim and Gamliel. Therefore, the Gemara says, really what's going on is that it's Kirabban. And it's not like the Machlokes of the Amorim connects to the Tanaim, but rather it's like the Dindara, like the case of the Rabbanon, really both Rav Yosef and Rabba are in the camp of the Rabbanon. How does this work out? 
Rav Yosef Kirabban on that fits like hand to glove. That makes perfect sense. And therefore, Rav Yosef is going to say that he is Chayv the Rabbanon. We're strict. The Rabbah says, Rabbah Amar Lach, I typically also hold like the Rabbanon to be strict. But here, here's why I'm lenient. Remember where they were talking about it to, to be difficult for the wife. But hacha, aval hacha over here, in our case of the sharecropper, Mishum Harvacha was to make Parnasa, the Halo Istrich. And the fact is, okay, he didn't have to do the, the actual fourth uh, watering, but Lemaisi should still get uh, a third of the food, the larger amount. All right, so again, number one. And the very first of the very long lines, then on Hasam, we have a Mishnah. The Mishnah writes, Barishona, initially, when people would sell homes, they would have a 12 month, up, uh, up to 12 months to return. A house. So Nitman, the guy, the the person who bought the house, he knew that the end of the twelve months was coming up. On the last day, he'd hide so that nobody could find him. It says the Gemara, Nitman Yom He would hide so that no one would be able to find him, and then the transaction would be definite, and he'll get to keep the property. It's not nice, but if the guy really has 12 months, you should be available for him to get the property back. It's a din and chumash. So the Gemara says, five lines from the bottom, he says you should basically put the money in escrow. Uh, the guy should put the money in escrow. And the guy who initially sold the property, if he has regret, he sold his mother's house, he feels bad, whatever. He feels bad. He could just he literally break down the door. It's his house. And when the other guy, the buyer, wants to go and get his money, that's a takana of Hillel. We see that Hillel was very uh, conscientious um, about making sure certain transactions would take place. We do see a fair number of takanas from him, um, and this would be one of them. It says he would put it in the lishka, which uh, it doesn't seem to be the lishka in the base of Mikdash. That doesn't really make sense. But seemingly the money was just put on the side. I mean, the money that he spent was put on the side. He gave it to the base then, and then... so the buyer. Let's say, uh, let's say I'm selling you the house. This is a perfect conversation for a real estate agent. Let's say that I am. Uh, I'll, I'll do it the other, the nicer way. I'm going to buy a house from you, right? So I give you four hundred. Well, in our neighborhood, I give you eight hundred thousand dollars. Okay, it's, things have changed. I bought my house for four hundred thousand dollars. It's a forty foot property. Things have changed in, in the last seven years. So I give eight. I give you eight hundred thousand dollars. I sold you the. What happened? If I'm buying a house from you, so you're selling to me, I give you money. But you feel bad, you have regret. So that money that I gave you is sitting in an escrow account. You that and and I if I want to back out, if you want to back out on the sale, you can't go in the house and then I'll just take my money back later. That's the case. And Hill said it's not fair if the guy should hide. This is the solution, is that we're going to make sure that the money is still available. No, I think he shows up with a man full of money and puts it in escrow. The, that was the Takana. Right. Yeah, the Takana is, is that the that the buyer puts the money in in an escrow account. The seller, what? The one wants to hold it and wants to get it back. Buyer and seller. I sold my house and now I regret it. It's eleven months and twenty nine days. It's eleven months and twenty nine days, and you're hiding in the basement. So you you come with the money looking for Jim. But you can't find it. So you drop the money in escrow and then you bang the door down. It's your buying it back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's what you said. Oh, okay. It's certainly what was happening in my head. Yeah. It's a disconnect. You're you know? buying it back. Yeah. 
It says Lishka. It doesn't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Lishka means. Some neutral. Rashi says Zorik, Lishka, Mitukenes Lekach. It's a place where it's set aside. It's a bank, whatever. It's an escrow account, which is our uh, for sure for today. I'm trying to sell my car, but I need to go through an escrow company, escrow.com. They create a safe scenario where everybody's money is protected so that you don't pay before without getting the car. Fine. Now, based on this Takana, we have two versions of what Rava tried to infer from the Takana. The Amar Rava, or just Amar Rava, according to some Gersos. Amar Rava. We can infer the following. In a case where somebody says, A husband says, This is your get on the condition that you give me 200 zoos. If she gives it to him and he knows what's going on, he's, he's a willing participant, they're divorced. And Now, says the Gemara, because Hillel taught us that there is a scenario in which we can force the giving back of the money because I'm collecting my house that I sold you, which I now have regret for selling. I have a seller's remorse and I want to get my house back before the 12 month mark, 11 months and 29 days. I come with a bag of money and I barge the door down. I say, give me my house back. Mutter. So if that's true over there, that we are allowed to force it, Michlal, turning to the top of Ein Hamad Aleph, that implies the Alma that in general, if Hillel had to make the Takana, it seems to be that in general, this really isn't normally the case. And we wouldn't normally assume that Nesina Bal Korcha is a Nesina. Rather, we would assume that a Nesina Bal Korcha is Lohav Nesina. And the Gemara says that that's not a very simple statement of Rava. Maskev Papa, the tamer of Simi Barashi. We don't know who asked the question. The Dilma ki itzrich tikune Perhaps the only time when we have this scenario is when the issue that we're dealing with is shelo b'fanav. Aval b'fanav, bein midaito, bein bal korcho, havya nesina. Perhaps Rabba's diuk is wrong. And really, the only time Hillel made his takana is where we're dealing with something that's not directly in front of us. But where we have a get and we're talking about monies that have to transfer, your, your inference is wrong, Rava. And therefore, there's actually another version of Rava because that first version of Rava really didn't make a lot of sense. And the Gemara says, amre. some say that Rava's inference about Hillel's takana was a little different. Five lines down on Ayn Hayyamadal. Oh my Rava, shel Hillel, He says from the Rava says that I can learn from the case of Hillel about a case where a husband says, "Here's your get on the condition that you pay me two hundred zoos." This one makes more sense because the first one had the question of Rav Papa. This one doesn't. So that's what the Gemara says, is that uh, the only time that Hillel really was required to give his takana was Shalom B'fana. <coughs> now Rav Papa has another question. Again, we just don't know the flow of events. We don't know what Rava actually said. He said one of two things, and it's just a little unclear. And Rav Papa asked the question. We just don't know what his question was. What's his question here? The Dilma Afila Bifanov Nami. Even if the issues we were dealing with were Bifanov, Midaito in Al Korcho Lo. And the Gemara says that perhaps it's the case that um that it, it really depends about Das. 
The Hillel Maid Itzrichle Litakin. So let's take a look at Rashi as to what that line means. Rashi says on the third, second, and third lines, Maid Itzrichle Takin. Ra'a Shahaya Nitmam. We saw the guy was hiding. The Hiskin de Balkorcho, the Shalobafana of Tehenasina. He made a specific Takana, Hillel, that because this guy is being a jerk, the buyer, he doesn't want to have his house be, uh, what's the word when it gets recollected? Uh, repossessed, maybe? Repos- is what? Foreclosed? Uh, whatever. All right, whatever. Have his car take it. I like the bigger words, you know. Where's Mark? So set, so he, he didn't want to have his, his, his uh, house taken back. Come on. Had he been there, we would have needed Hillel anyways. But there are cases where we didn't need Hillel. By a get, we don't need the takon of Hillel. Get has a different set of halachos because we know that by a get, is a normal thing. In other words, to make this a little bit shorter, the rule of Hillel applies in the fiscal realms in Mominus, but it doesn't apply in regards to Isurim, which is the appropriate way to divide Hillel. Good. That brings us to a third of the way down. How do we paskin in all of the sigas we've been learning over the last many days? The Gemara only gives three lines about this, but it's crystal clear. Amar Rabbah Bar Barchana, Amar Rav Yochanan. As a general rule, kol makom sheshana rashbag b'mishnasenu halacha kamoso chutz me'erev v'tzidon v'raya achrona, except for three cases where we're talking about an, an arev, excuse me, which is a, a guarantor. We're going to learn about this in, uh, at, at later. Tzidon is our Mishnah, so we don't paskin like Rav Shimon ben Gamliel. Rav Shimon ben Gamliel was the mekel. He wanted to say you can say you can give the damim with your tanai, so we paskin not like him. And also the third case is raya achrona, and this is a sugya in. Masecha uh, Sanhedrin, Ayin and Rashi, that uh, the details about a case of Edus, we're not going to dig into that now. All right, let's dig into a new sugya. It's all, it's all connected. New is a relative term. Tanu Rabbanan, a third of the way down, a little bit more. Uh, let's say the guy is a pauper. So he writes the get, but he can't even afford to let her keep the paper. We have stories like this of, uh, of Achronim. Uh, who used to write their drushos and their their uh, chidushim on the walls of their homes? They pushed could. I went to the store today, bought five hundred pieces of papers for six do- for six dollars. You know, they had they were penniless. Our wealth is our wealth is astronomical. It's not normal. Cigarette and on paper. It's not normal. It's not normal. Anywhere to write a chidush, anywhere to write a chidush. So we don't we don't understand these this, these worlds. Um, okay, so if, if a man says, "I'm you are divorced, but I need the paper." Paper still mine. So what's the din? That's not considered a divorce because you're an Indian giver. The, what the words are mine in the paper, that's not how it works. There needs to be a functional document. However, a very slight difference, but a very important difference. We're divorced. This is yours, but I'm adding in an almanas. I'm adding in, I'm going to use the word condition, but as we learned on Shabbos, almanas doesn't always mean what we think it means. But I need you to give me the paper back at some point. So then the halacha is megureshes. In the first case, when I gave it to you, I said the get is yours and the paper is mine. In the second case, I said, here's your get on the condition that you return the paper to me later. Says the Gemara, Michael's question, these two cases look nearly identical. 
So in case number one, we're saying I'm giving you a get, but the paper is mine, splitting the hair of the ink and the paper. And in case number two, he's saying, Later, later, down the road. Now, she doesn't have to put it in a frame. She just has to accept it. And then she can give it back. She can do whatever she wants. She can burn it. She can throw it out. We don't like to burn it because we want to know that the divorce actually happened. Mom Zayra Shilas, she should keep it. But she can also give it back to him in theory. She can. So let's see what the answer is. A few approaches here in the Gemara. I think it's three approaches. One, two, three approaches. Here's approach number one, halfway down. Amar of Chizda Hamani, Rashbagi. Says the Gemara, what do you mean Rashbagi? Do Amar Titein Loes Dameha. Elsewhere, yesterday, we learned that you can give the financial equivalent of that which is the condition. So here too, Hachanami, Efshar Demefaisa, Lei Bidami. Maybe she can pay back the cost of the paper and she can still keep the paper. So let's say that he writes a get on a piece of parchment. The parchment is $5. He gives it to her. She accepts it. She pays him cash equivalent of the, uh, and, then, and then she's divorced, 100% divorced. Now that works. That's according to Rashbag. Hang on one second. Maybe the only time Rav Shimon ben Gamliel recommended the possibility that you can pay for that which is missing only when we don't have the item. But perhaps, I know where the get is. She's holding it in her hand. I can see it. She's holding it. So perhaps there, Rav Shimon ben Gamliel doesn't allow to be paying back the financial equivalent of that which was taken. So it says the Gemara, therefore, we reject answer number one. Ella, two-thirds of the way down, and Ayin Hayamad Aleph, who then must be the author of this paradoxical Mishnah, where the Resha is Eina Megureshes and the Seif is Megureshes? We saw this elsewhere in Shas. This requires a little bit of cup, uh, not too much, just a little bit. And that is that uh, we know by the Shvatim who lived to the west of the Yardane. They wanted that property because it was great for pasture. So Moshe said, if you fight for us on the east side, on the west side of the Jordan, sorry, correct. If you fight, what we now call Israel, if you fight on the west side with us, then you can have that land. And he doubled the thing. And if you don't, then you can't. That's the double tonight. But our Mishnah only has one tonight. Our Mishnah says, Amanas and it doesn't say anything else. So perhaps, says the Gemara, perhaps Rav Meir says that we're dealing with a case here, a boina tanai kaful, and therefore, because there isn't a tanai kaful, your tanai is a zero. And therefore, you're megureshes, because your tanai is irrelevant. It's as if you never said it. And therefore, in the ratio, the ratio is a non-starter, because the paper and the ink were separated, that you can't do. But the seifa should have worked, could have worked, but... You didn't follow the regular rules of, of making a t'nai, because a t'nai has to be mirrored after the t'nai that's in the Torah, which is Ruvain and God and Chasi Shevet Menashe. And there it was a double t'nai that if yes, then yes, and if no, then no. And because there's only one t'nai, therefore the t'nai is puzzle, and therefore the get is kosher, because the t'nai is irrelevant. It's as if you never said it. And says the Gemara, 12 lines from the bottom, Maski Rava, wait one second. Time, uh, the reason why this get is kosher is because the low kafle litzno el. What? No. What? Where are you? Maskiflorava. Yeah. Time, uh, 
the reason why the second case, the case where he says the Tnai of where Migureshes Almanasha Tachziri Liasaniya. So the Gemara says, Rav is bothered because he makes an inference. He says, Taima, the reason why the condition is puzzle and the get is kosher is because the lo because you didn't have a double tonight. If you had a double tonight, okay, that's another level. But because there's only one, but hakafla litna lo havagita. The chora, had you had you done done this correctly, then it wouldn't have been a get because the condition would have been met. And had she not given back the paper, they would not be divorced. But that's a problem. Why? Michti, because says the Gemara, where do we learn the principles of how to make a tnai? Says the Gemara, that was the tnai that Moshe made with the Shvatim of God and Ruvain. And what was the condition? If you fight with me in Eretz Yisrael, then I'll give you the land to the east of the Yardin. And here's the second part of the tnai. And if you don't fight with me in Eretz Yisrael, you will not get the land. To the west of the Yardin. Now, what else do we know about this tonight? Mahasam, Tnai Kodem Lamaisa, Afkol Tnai Kodem Lamaisa. What we need is the condition to come before the action, right? What is the action? The action is taking the land. What did Moshe say? If you fight with me, the Tnai, then you get the Maisa, you get the land. So that's that needs to be how they're structured. But the case that we're dealing with is backwards. La fuke hacha de maisa kodem litnai. That here the maisa, the action is before the condition. What does this mean? Take a look at Rashi, eight lines from the bottom. Do amar la first zegitech beresha, which is the maisa, and the tnai vehadar almanas shetachziriasanir. So the templating is incorrect. The appropriate templating should be that the Tanai should come first. What he should have said is, if you return this document to me, we will then be divorced. But he didn't say that. He said, And therefore, he says that it shouldn't work no matter what happens. Even if you have a double Tanai, you've broken a different rule about the Tanai, not just that it's doubled, but that the Tanai should come before the Misa. In our case, the Misa came before the Tanai. It must therefore be the case in our Mishnah that the reason why it is that the get is kosher and why the Tanai didn't work is because you broke the rules of Tanai. And that's why the second case in the Brisa that we started with today, the case of the reason that doesn't work, even if you would have had both conditions, you wrote the conditions the wrong direction. You should have written the Tanai before the Misa, but instead you wrote the Misa before the Tanai. You should have written, uh, when you return the paper to me, then we will be divorced. The condition first and the Misa later. But instead, our, our Brysa said, the result and the condition after, and that does not work. Good. So, wait one second. Let's make a diuk. Taima, the reason why you're saying why the condition in our Brysa doesn't work. And therefore, the reason why she is divorced in this case is because the Maisa Kodem Litnai, because as just, we just pointed out, the Hareza Gitech was before the Almanas Shetachzireni. So says the Gemara, what's the deal from there? Hatnai Kodem Lamaisa. Had it been that the Tnai was in good condition, that the Tnai came first, let's say he reversed it and said, if you're going to be Tachzireni Esaniar, then Hareza Gitech. So then the Gemara says, Michli, wait one second. 
Wait one second. Where do we learn our rules from? As we already know. And let's learn something else. Another rule that applies that we learn about tonight from Bnei Gad Bnei Ruvain. Says the Gemara, Just like by God and by Ruvain, the Tanai and the Maisa are not the same. The Tanai is that you need to fight in Eretz Yisrael. The, the Maisa is that you get the land. Those are two different things. Afkol. That should therefore be true by every condition. However, here you broke that rule. Why? Lafuke hacha, turning to the top of Ayin Hey Amidbeis, the Tana Umaisa Bedavar Echad. All of this is hovering around the same thing, which is getting divorced. If you give me back the get. So the condition and the Maisa are the same topic. When we learned about a Tanai from Bnei Gad and Bnei Ruvain, there the condition was that you need to fight in Eretz Yisrael. If you do X, you get Y. But in our case, you get Y if you do Y. And therefore, it breaks the rules of the Tanaim. And therefore, he says that the reason why our Brisa does not have a problem with this divorce, namely the reason why they're divorced in a case of Hareza Gitech Almanashir is because the Tnayu another psul. So therefore the Gemara pivots yet again and says, Ravashi Amar, how then do we understand this Brisa? Let's review the, the Brisa. Case number one is where a person says, but the paper is mine. The second case, one second case was So says the Gemara. How does Ravashi wriggle out of this? We're on Ayin Hamid Beis, three lines down, and the Gemara says Ravashi Amar Hamani Rebihi. To Amar of Huna Amar Rav, we saw it's really Amar Rebi. To Amar of Huna Amar Rebi, should be Rebi, no? Yeah. What What do you have? No, okay. Yeah, this is definitely yeah. incorrect because this was the exact quote from Shabbos. Mm-hmm. There, the Gemara said, You said Almanas, all that is is just saying that it applies right now. <laughs> it doesn't really help that much. And the Maisa, when you said Almanas, you're divorced. Conversation is short. And that explains why, in the safe of the Brisa, why that second case was so quick to be Megureshes. Says the Gemara, Iskin Shmuel begita de Shriv Meira. Shmuel made a condition. He made a takana, I should say, not a condition. He made a takana in regards to the get of a Shriv Meira. We know that a Shriv Meira is a person who is about to die. And the Gemara says as follows Im lo mesi yehei get. If I, uh, I'm sorry, Im lo mesi lo yehei get. He says it in the negative. If I don't die, then this won't be a get. If I survive this illness, then it won't be a get. So this is what Shmuel said that a Shechiv should say. Right away, the Gemara is bothered with the starting from the negative, because if you looked at all of the previous cases, it started out in the positive. The lema, why did you say the negative case first? What were you trying to accomplish? Divorce. So says the Gemara of Alema, what you should have said is the divorce piece first. Not that if I don't die, we're not divorced. What you should have said is, Imesi, Yeheget, Vim Lo Mesi, Lo Yeheget. Why'd you say it backwards? So the Gemara says in regards to Shmuel's Takana, Lo Maktim Inish Pur Anusa We don't, 
No, getting divorced is not kishmak. Nobody wants to get divorced. You don't want to be in that scenario. So you're not going to start out by saying, I'd like to get divorced. Nobody wants to get divorced. It's a din bidiyev, as it's a din raisa, but the application of it in social society is all bidiyev. So says the Gemara, then Vilema, perhaps we should have had a double condition as follows. Lo yehe get im lo mesi. This will not be a get if I don't die. And on the side, we add in the in the rest. And yehe get im mesi. So says the Gemara, that doesn't work either because so that's backwards, like we said earlier. Remember that the, the Maisa is the get and the Tnai is the Almanas. So says the Gemara that we can't do that. Let's analyze. Where do we learn the dinim of Tnai from? And of course, we all know. I have a line here. Is it Hain? Mahasam. Hain kodem lelab. By the case of the bnei God and the bnei Ruvain, Moshe spoke to them in the positive first, in the hain, in the yes. What did he say to them? If you fight for us on the on the east side of the Jordan, then you can have the west side of the Jordan. If you don't, then you can't. So there, that was the structure. Afkol, that should be our case over here. But lafuke hacha, the lav kodem lehain. So how then do we understand the takan of Shmuel? It's breaking the rules of these conditions. Ela Rava, Rava says that really Shmuel's Takana was multi-layered. It was a three-phrase um, comment that the Shechiv Meira would have to say. And the first and third are the same. Line number one, If I don't die, then it will not be a get, which is starting in the negative, which we spoke about, which really shouldn't be happening. And then it says, And then it says, And now let's analyze why we needed to say this odd language, this odd three-part language where numbers one and three were the same. Because we don't want to start out negatively. And then it says, What about the next two lines? Because, so Shmuel had this very odd takana of a shchiv meira, the way to thread the needle, to have a perfect t'nai, so that the get that you're giving now is only because you're a shchiv meira. But we don't want you to be in a scenario where your condition doesn't work. We need to find the magic potion for you to have a condition that, that checks off the litmus test of b'nei gadu v'nei ruvein. But we also can't start up b'pur anusa. And we need hain before lav. So that's why we came up with this oddball scenario where the Takana of Shmuel was to say this three-part line. And that brings us to a new Mishnah, two-thirds of the way down. Very thoughtful. It's like very uh, very thorough in regards to making sure because Shmuel was concerned that this Shri Meira, if he were to heal, would be forced to divorce his wife. You're a Kohen. It's a really big problem. Whatever. It's big problems. Fine. So the Mishnah continues. Next. He says, this is your get, provided that you take care of my father, that you become, uh, your Meshamashim, that, not, not Tashmish, your Meshamashim, that you service him, you give him meals, food, whatever the case may be. Or, Almanashit, Taniki Esbeni, that you nurse my child. So first the Gemara says, how long is, is Menika? This is a very important Gemara because this comes up on fast days. Uh, in Eretz Yisrael, the post in Eretz Yisrael, they, they actually hold stark that for the first two years after a baby's born, women, Pasha, don't fast. <laughs> they just, Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur, Zehu, but the other fast, they don't even touch them. In the first two years, you have a din of a menekes, even if you're not nursing anymore. We lived there. 
for a few years. My twins were born there. My wife only nursed for a month with the twins. But for 23 months, she was put there from every fast except for, but that's because of this Gemara. Why? Because Kamahi Minikaso, how long is the period of nursing halachically? Shte Shonim, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Shmona Asar Chodesh. You see the Gimel of the Rambam next to Shte Shonim, and that is how we paskin that we assume a woman to be a Menekes for two years. Now, what happens if the conditions aren't fulfilled? How would the condition not be fulfilled? Well, the condition was, this is your get if you service my father. This is the condition if you nurse my baby. What if mesa ben, oshe mesa av? The condition can't be fulfilled anymore. Because in theory, it should have been two years or 18 months. Now you can't do anything. They died. Hare ze get. It's an impossible scenario. It's an external issue. It's not a it's not a fundamental issue. Your condition was a reasonable condition, but life threw a curveball. The baby died, the father died, whatever the case may be. What if things were a little bit more specified though? Because now we're assuming two years and 18 months, because the actual language at the beginning of the Mishnah is with but with no time frame. What if we add a time frame? Halfway down, we're in the fourth line of the Mishnah, fifth line of the Mishnah, halfway down, Ein Hamid base. Oh, now, now you've added in a time frame. Now we're getting more space. It's not broad. We're not going with halachic assumptions now. The Tanai was two years. That was a Tanai. Not Stam, but specific. Or Almanasha Taniki he says, I don't want this person to serve me. For no specific reason, he just didn't want her. Says the Gemara, ain't no get. Wow. Got to be very careful because that could lead to some serious issues. You've also trapped her for two years. She's an aguna basically for two years because she can't remarry until the two years are over. Because since the specific amount of time was listed, how can she remarry not knowing that the tznai will ever be fulfilled? Because if one of them dies, the get is batel. So he trapped her by saying, be mishamish my father for two years or be manik my son for two years. The din is eno get. That's the Tanakhama. Rashbag Omer, kazeh get. I disagree. I disagree. Rashbag's always been a little more makel on these things. And here as well, he says that this is still considered to be a get. Klau Amar Shimon ben Gamliel. This has nothing to do with her. She's not the cause. She's not the one who wasn't doing her job. She was supposed to do the tonight. Service my father for two years. Serve, feed the baby. It's not her fault that the scenario fell apart. The father died. The baby died. What's she, what's she supposed to do? So that's not, so Rashbag says that when it's not her fault, that the tonight is broken, not by her, but by an external factor, then the get is still chal. Fascinating distinction, because that means that really the condition wasn't met. But some elements of onus rachmana patre, that she's out of control. What can she do? What, what do you want me to do? You told me to service the father for two years. He died. What are you going to do? So Rashbag says, when it's not her fault, I'm putting the words in here. Onus rachmana patre. And therefore, uh, therefore, the get is still chal. I, we, we shouldn't get divorced, but if we get divorced, just be extremely clear because otherwise this Masechta is uh, like any other Masechta. When you get into the weeds, uh, the, the detail and the nuance of language and you add in a time frame that maybe you gently shouldn't have added, you know, just it ruins things. It makes things very complicated. The Gemara opens. Do we in fact need this woman to fulfill the condition of nursing for two years? After all, we have a Brisa. This is actually a Tosefta and not a Brisa. 
Shamashta yom echad. Let's say that in the case of that you service the father or that you nurse the baby. Shamashta yom echad yom echad. That if you do only one day, How does that stem with our Mishnah, both the Reisha and the Seifa? It's a machlokes between the two. Masnisin, our Mishnah is like Rav Shimon ben Gamliel, and our Mishnah is Mekel, where it says that they need to do only one day. Says the Gemara that actually cannot be the Reish of our Mishnah cannot be Rav Shimon ben Gamliel. Why not? Because the Seif of our Mishnah is Rav Shimon ben Gamliel. Hami the Seif of Rav Shimon ben Gamliel have a Michlal the Reisha Lav Rashbag. So that's a bad answer. Ella, sorry, it's not, it's uh, not it doesn't stand up to the test of time. It's not a good it doesn't it doesn't doesn't work. Ella says the Gemara Brisa Rashbag who the Mekil Bitznai. Really, the Brisa is even more Mekil because it's only nursing for one day. It's only being Mishamish the father for one day. And Masnis and Rabbanon, who was a little bit more strict. And Rava provides another answer. Lokasha kan bistam kan mefarish. It depends. If you said stam, then that has one implication. And if you said bimafarish, that has another implication. And the, the cases would be would be different. But says the Gemara, kan bistam. If you look at Rashi 10 lines from the bottom, Rashi says, kan bistam, masnisin to omar shteshanim taniki bistam. When you say nothing, then we assume whatever the standard is, that a woman's a mainekes for two years, you have to nurse for two years. The Rashi concludes, Uvraisa v'mefaresh, the brisa is when you specify one day. Next answer, Ravashi Omar kol stam nami kimefaresh yom echadami. How can you say that? Ravashi held that uh, all cases of stam are one day. They're also like mefaresh. Tanan, we have a Mishnah. Kamahimanika so shteishanim. Let's analyze this. According to Rava, who says that there's a difference between Stam and Mefaresh, Stam is two years, Mefaresh is one day. I could understand the distinction between Shteshanim and one day. I got it. But Elo the Ravashi, who holds that both Stam and Mefaresh are one day, because according to Ravashi, who wants to say that Stam is one day and Mefaresh is also one day, then there should be no distinction. Says the Gemara, So the Gemara responds on behalf of Ravashi, last of the short lines, and we'll be going to the top of Ayin Vavam and Aleph and stopping there. This is the way to understand according to Ravashi. A little bit dachuk, and it's, uh, again, in our Balabatish sense, uh, we, we would struggle with this. I did. Yom Echad What he means is that you need to do at least one day during the first two years. But but if you if you do your one day, after the two years of her being a menekes, gets batel. That's what he meant. That just depends on which time you hold, like in regards to whether or not a menekes is, tw- is 24 months or 18. What? Basically, she is putting off doing this and saying no. And what do you mean? Well, if she does it the day after the two years are up, she's, isn't she like she's. Get batel. Right, so they get so. so what Ravashi is saying is that the way we can distinguish between the right. brises is that uh, when we are talking in the case of our Mishnah, which which is Stam, it means that you have to do at least one day during the first two years for the get for the condition of the get to be chal. But if you don't, the get is bata. Our other understanding, our first understanding of the Gemara is you need to do three. 365 times two. You need to do 730 days of uh, nursing, whatever. 
what if you skip a day? I don't know. You got to get into the Rishonim. I have no idea. But it, uh, you missed a day. You went out of town. You gave the baby a bottle. Formula? Is that the same thing as made necklace? Okay. They didn't have formula. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Formula. Yeah. That's, by the way, someone posted him say it by Matitza Bepeh. The, the language of the Gemara doesn't say Matitza Bepeh at all. That's like, a, it's not found in the Gemara. They just, they didn't have any Caleb. <laughs> they just did Matitza directly. So that's why some of the posts are like, what Matitza Bepeh are you talking about? Whatever the Rishon have the whole, the whole tumult about this. I think I told you this, Shiloh, that this family... I, I'll call them conservatox. They uh, you know, officially they're affiliated with some orthodox institutions. They don't wear kippahs. They don't wear tzitzis. They're mechalal leshabbos b'farhesia. They eat treif, but they're on boards of like local orthodox institutions. And they said to me, Phil, we want you to be the moel, but b'shum panav ofen, you're not allowed to do matitza klal uchal. Nothing, not sterile, not non-sterile, nothing, nothing. So I said, I cannot decide that on my own. That is a minigan klal Yisrael. It's mafurish in the Gemara. It's a sakana to natu matitza. It's the language of the Gemara. I'm not deciding this on my own. So I called her my first, who is not only a Dayan, but he's also a Moa. So he's like very, uh, he, of course, he knows all this. He knows everything anyways, but it was just an extra layer of nuance. So I explained the scenario. I said, if they don't use me, basically the, the only Orthodox Moa they're going to use is not going to do matitza. <laughs> if it's me or somebody else, it doesn't matter. The only way this is working is if the actual uh, bris is done without matitza. So if I first said, here's what you're going to do. You're going to tell them, I'm going to do matitza, but not with a kli. I'm going to do matitza with a gauze pad. That's what he said. So take a gauze pad, do the chituch, alhamila, cut, take a gauze pad, wrap it around the anatomy, put a lot of pressure on, enough to absorb blood into the gauze pad, because some of the Rishonim define matitza as being motzeitz dam mikol makom And if you can draw blood out from the chituch, your yotzezan, you're done. You're yotzez. Huge psak, huge psak, because it's watershed a little bit. Once you start with this, it's a very slippery slope. Uh, the reform movement, they stop saying you kumpurkan. It's a, some very low level things. This is very small, but it it, it it can be dangerous. The second you start picking minhagim that you like him. Not, so I had to be clear to them in my language. I won't do metitza b'peh, and I won't do metitza b'kli, but I will do metitza b'tach boshes. I'm going to do something to make sure that we'll, we're fulfilling the minhagim of Klal Yisrael. The kachava, and I've done about 15 brises for this family's next generation of children because of that one psak. Huge. Again, like, what was the other option? They would have had a non-kosher bris. 15 kids. And by the way, maybe it, at times, maybe it's worth it for a posik to say that. that. That's why I'm not opposing because that's terrifying. I don't want that responsibility. But it was just a fascinating psak. Um, how are we even talking about this? I don't even remember anymore. Oh, because the Gemara doesn't say something. What did the Gemara not say? Oh, no, we're talking about formula. <laughs> totally off the reservation. Okay, let's get back. Maysway, the Gemara asked the question three lines from the bottom. I am base. Oh, this is the dangerous language of two years. And then this was the second case of the Brisa that we presented, that uh, not the Brisa, the Mishnah, that our Mishnah had said that if the Tanai of the husband of two years was put into the actual get, so then according to the Tanakama, ain't no get. I can understand, according to Rava, who says that Stam in our Mishnah means two years, that Reisha B'deloma Farish, safe of the Farish, because I can see a distinction between two years and one day. Ravashi, Maishna Reisha, Maishna Seifa, there should be no difference at all, because according to you, Stam is one day and Mefarish is one day. Zog, the Gemara, you're 100% right. He has a very difficult cheetah. 
and Kasha. And we'll pick up right here again in Mirza Hashem tomorrow night in person. Wishing you all a beautiful night.